Welcome, everybody, to a very special episode of Leading Ladies of Corpus Christi. I'm in a Zoom meeting right now with instructors of the Aveda Institute of Corpus Christi. I'm talking about Erica Garcia, Deanna Amadon, and Adeli Lopez, as well as some of their uh, their class uh, students, students in their classes. So I see an Anaya, a Nonique, and an Amy. Welcome. Hello. How are you guys doing? Good. Good. Guys, what has it been like? Because typically you guys see your students in person, right? Definitely. And when did y'all have to make the call and say, hey, we're going to have to figure something out, but we can't be teaching in person anymore? Ooh. I think it was like right at the end of March, right? Mm -hmm. Like the third or fourth week, I think. Okay, so you guys have been teaching remotely for about six weeks. Right. Okay, how hard is it to teach something that's so hands-on remotely? Deanna, do you want to go first? (laughs) Um, Yeah, so it has been, you know, there has been definite challenges. Um, You know, it's we're working with people we work with each other on a day-to-day basis normally so to have to teach remotely and have them work from home um has definitely been a challenge but we you know we're able to outfit our girls with you know the supplies they need the products that they need to use that they can practice with um and we even sent them home with these you know mannequins they're called lisas They're really cute. I think I have one here to show you. Yes, please. I want to see Elisa. Anybody who's listening won't be able to see it, but I'll describe her. <laughs> Lisa's special. Oh. <laughs> well, she has beautiful lashes and yes. absolutely no skin flaws at all and a perfectly shaped perfect. head. Yeah, she's the perfect <laughs> specimen. Yes, absolutely, Lisa. Um, yeah, so a lot of their Lisa's don't have eyelashes but this is kind of like the standard model that we use with the girls um and it's just it helps them to manipulate the skin to really like work on massage techniques um they can put you know even products on her nothing really will damage her Mm -hmm. Um, what is she made of is she made of like a is she soft you know what i mean like does she have the okay because she almost does like give to her okay that's what i was wondering okay Yeah, initially yeah. I thought she was like plastic, you know? Yeah, like she's not like mannequins. one of those you know, like uh, Barbie doll heads where it's like hard plastic. Yeah. She's more like malleable. Okay. So. <laughs> well, no, that makes more sense to use. Yeah. So, yeah. Ad- Adeli, how's it been for you having to teach from home? Um, For me, it's been, um, at first I liked it. I mean, I still like it, but it is challenging. Um, especially like when you do have those like 10 hour days. So like with my girls, my girls are still in introductory. So we're still in intro phase. They're still learning like the basics and things. So we're 10 hour days. So it can be a little challenging. Um, I feel especially for them. And if for me, if I start losing like kind of like my focus, I'm sure like my girls already lost their focus. <laughs> and, uh, and then uh, we, Erica and I actually t- teach two classes, so it is a little different and a little challenging when um, we're teaching like more of the clinic side because those girls are they've gone through everything like introductory and they want to learn hands on. And unfortunately, right now we can't do hands on, so it's it's been challenging, but sometimes it's very rewarding at the same time because you don't get this type of environment I don't think we'll ever be able to get this type of environment again like working in it mm-hmm. just because we're at home we're at our comfort um you know we get to spend time with our animals or with our family so um but yeah I mean I like it but I'm I'm 100% ready to go back yeah <laughs> I, I think it was a nice it was a welcome break for some I'm, I mean I'm not gonna say for everybody everybody's experience has been different but, uh, you know, I think it was it was a nice break for some in the sense that they got to finally unwind a little bit. But I mean, especially what you guys do and your relationships with your clients as well as your students. It's just kind of like, I, yeah, like how, how do you maintain? But you guys have managed to figure it out. So all of you guys teach theology. Is that correct? 
Yes. And why mm-hmm. did you guys pick? Actually, you know what? Let's backtrack. For those listening, because I actually have men that listen. <laughs> what <laughs> is S theology? Like, how do you describe so, that? Yeah, it's basically like the study of the skin and um, just as an esthetician in general, it's once you get your license, you can do different type of beauty treatments on your clients, like waxing, um, makeup applications, and then different type of facial treatments as well. So it's basically like the beautification of the skin. Okay, so it's skin from the, specific. From the up. <laughs> okay, okay, good to know. So, so for instance... Because I think you mentioned that there might be some cosmetology students on here too, right? Yeah, they weren't able to log on after all. So their class ends at 5.30 and then ours is at, me and Adeli actually only have the classes till 8, but we just um, had a few extra students that were able to join. Right on. Yeah, I saw Carly joined. Hi, Carly. Yeah. yeah, So why did you guys decide specifically to go with, uh, becoming estheticians what was the the draw there as opposed to being like someone who focused mainly on hair and nails or that kind of thing um, I really, you want to go first <laughs> yeah. so I uh, since I was little I've always been in like that girl that had like that backpack with all that fake makeup and I would be putting it on or as a kid I would use like that fake makeup to put on or whatever but I don't know it just Growing up, I always thought, like, I wanted to be a doctor. I was always into, like, I don't know, I would be, like, an OBGYN for some reason. And then um, eventually, now that, like, I grew up, like, YouTube was such a big part of my life. And it just started, YouTube, um, when I was in high school, which back in, like, anywhere from, like, 2008 to 2013. So mm-hmm. it's been a minute. So that's kind of, like, when YouTube started. And I watched a lot of, like, fashion and beauty channels. And that kind of sparked my interest. Um, I went for cosmetology school right out of, well, I went to college right out of high school, found out that wasn't for me. And then I went to cosmetology school, found out that hair was not for me because all my cuts were sideways. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think people realize how hard it is to work on another human in in, in any sense, like of their body. I was literally that, um, that Grease music or musical. The beauty school (laughs) job. I could not, but I always found myself in the esthetology room um, at the school where I went. So that kind of sparked my interest. And then um, I've always been into like those waxing videos and extraction videos on like Instagram and YouTube. And I mean, also too, my my mom is very sensitive to skin, uh, to like the sun and hypersensitive to skin products. So. That also sparked my interest into, like, what can I do to, like, better my skin because I don't want to be 30, 40 years old and can't be out at the beach without getting hives all over my body. For sure. So um, that's kind of, like, where that sparked, too. So I went to Aveda. Actually, um, Erica started uh, as soon as, like, I was about a couple months before I graduated, and Deanna was, like, a class behind me. So we all kind of already met in school. And I don't know. It really was something I never thought I'd – love like I actually stuck through I had a good class good girls that were like pushing and and motivating and we all took our class uh, our test together and here I am now like two years later being an educator and working at the boutique and at Aveda and I absolutely would not trade it for the world I think that it is such a good industry to be in it's so uplifting and so relaxing not only for your clients but also for like myself when I'm doing facials or waxing I just feel like it's therapeutic for me Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah I mean that's kind of where I'm at now (laughs) no that that's awesome I mean that's a yeah and I think it's neat that you attempted you know hair and it just didn't work out and you're like okay on to the next thing you know it's cool that you weren't scared to try yeah yeah I was yeah no hair I can dye I could style but the cutting and that came with everything. So I was like, no. <laughs> what about you, Deanna? Why become an esthetician? You know, I've always really liked working hands on with things. Like, I like need a creative outlet, and I need to be like with my hands. So, kind of, you know, I graduated high school at eighteen. I toured Aveda, and I was like. I don't know if this is for me, like, it's beauty school, people would tease me, like, oh, don't become a beauty school dropout, you know, that kind of deal, 
And tell them um, to mind their business. I know, right? <laughs> That's what I tell my class now. I'm like, don't let anybody tell you. Absolutely not. Yeah. Tell them to, yeah, mind their own business. Yeah. So that actually stopped me from going to Aveda earlier. Um, so I went to college for graphic design. Oh, I wow. Liked it, but it was just really hard. Yeah. Like getting my foot in the door, getting business, and it was all on the computer. And so mm-hmm. I kind of had a hard time with that. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to tour Veda one more time. At this point, I'm 25 years old. So time has passed. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just going to go and do it. And I'm like, you know what? This is what I want. So I signed my paperwork. I started school. Um, and it was really awesome. And I remember, like, Erica working there. So she started working there. I was in class mm-hmm. there. And I'm like, Erica... Like, it's so nice to have you. I would pick her brain about, like, what she did and where she came from and, like, her experience. And I remember being in class and telling her, like, Erica, I'm coming for your job. As a joke. I love it. Every couple days I would remind her, I'm like, don't forget, I'm coming for your job. (laughs) And we would giggle and laugh. And then here we are, coworkers. Yeah, now you're you're there. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, Erica was always an inspiration as well for me once I was in school. You know, she was just the best, you know, educator, and she really helped give me a good example to set for, you know, the students that I would teach. So I've I've always been grateful for her and, you know, what she taught me. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I have to thank Erica myself because... She was like, hey, if you ever want to talk to my class, you know, and I was like, yes, like, absolutely. What a genius idea. And I think it was when all this was going on. So as soon as she brought it up, my mind was just circulating. Like, how do y'all do that? How do y'all teach? You know, not to mention that she also taught me how to set up a Zoom meeting. So (laughs) she's even teaching me. So Erica, you got it going on. So Erica, why did you decide to go with becoming a licensed esthetician? I feel like I never say Um, it right. Did I say it right? Esthetician. No, you, you got it. Yeah, you got it. I think just for me growing up, like, I always had really, like, I had the worst skin. I had really bad cystic acne. I had a lot of blemishes. Um, I don't know. I was just always super self-conscious about the way my skin looked. It really does, like, affect how you carry yourself and how you interact with other people, especially, like, as an adolescent, you know, and middle school and high school, all of those really important years where you're trying to find yourself and make new friends, like, it just made me super, super insecure and shy, and um, I think I've, like, told my class and some of the other girls, too, like, me and my older sister were kind of had the same skin, same issues, and um, we would always just make, like, crazy concoctions at home, trying to clear up our skin or make, like, masks. Um, I always remember my sister, like, busting open little vitamin e capsules and putting them on your skin and see that's advanced that's some advanced (laughs) stuff for at home you know what are we doing like vegetables and eggs and honey or whatever yeah she would always like come up with all these crazy ideas and i was just right there with her um (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was just like anything to help clear my skin and then um when i was younger i lived in the valley and i worked at a spa over there and that was like the first place that i was introduced to aveda and just like their whole concept about you know a green environment and things like that so um i when i moved back to corpus the aveda school had just opened and i knew like after working at a spa for a little bit i knew like i wanted to get my license and actually work hands-on with clients and yeah it's been almost like nine years and it's like one of the best decisions I've made it's it's crazy to me to think like how many people I've met just through my career and like how much it's changed my life so Mm. it's been a lot of fun yeah I can tell you guys love it because not only are you you know actively working on like clients and that kind of thing but you're also teaching it so what made y'all decide because okay so let me make sure i'm understanding it right so you guys went through the aveda institute to learn first right Mm -hmm. and then y'all decided to stay on and teach yeah okay that's amazing yeah there's two different licenses you have to get your esthetician license first and like for example like my students that are on they're going through the course right now it's 700, 750 hours that you have to get to um, 
uh, get to test out for your license. And then once you do that, if you want to become an educator or an instructor, that's a whole nother, sometimes it's 750, sometimes it's 500 hours that you have to complete. And wow. then another set of testing to get your instructor's license. So yeah, we all came back. Like I, I got my license probably, well, yeah, it's going to be nine years. And then just two years ago, I came back to get my educator's license because I just, I don't know. I, I love education <laughs> and I love to teach. Like I love this part of the spa industry and like working with them, a being able to like work with our students and, and knowing like it's going to do the same thing for them. It's going to open so many doors in their life and it's just such a fun career. So, but Adelie and Deanna, they, they came back a little sooner. Oh yeah. Do yeah. tell. So I probably worked in the, like on the floor in the industry on my clients for about, I want to say six months. And then um, my other educator, her name was Veronica. She called me one day and she was like, Hey, I'm going to be leaving Aveda soon. And I think you would be perfect for the position. So you should come apply. Like, I highly recommend you to come do that. And my thing was like, Oh, well, you know, I don't have nine years of experience under my belt. I'm not as seasoned, but she's like, no, like you always, you know, taught the other girls and tried to help people while you were, you know, here, including my clients and, you know, my classmates. So she's like, you know, I really think that this would be a good fit for you. Wow. So I'm like, okay, I'll try. <laughs> and at that time, I think there were two or three other girls that were applying for the same position. Mm -hmm. And so I had my interview, I had my practical interview, I had to like explain as I was going through a facial oh wow um, while people were watching and then I was able to you know get hired on and then I started that learning process but I mean even in school I was so passionate about learning something really well and then being able to like oh let me try to help you explain it to you um so it's something that I really have enjoyed you know there's hard hard days and then there's like really like enjoyable days where at the end of the day you're like I'm so fulfilled because I was able to help somebody understand something or mm -hmm. you know I changed someone's perspective on something so it's it, I mean it's really worth it yeah that's huge you guys have to love it if y'all are teaching 10 hour days that is amazing <laughs> Adeli yeah. why did you decide to go back and teach um, when I was in aesthetic school, kind of the same thing with like Deanna, um, I was always kind of teaching the, like my educator would grab me and put me to teach like the rest of the girls, um, kind of do step by step with facials. Um, and I've always kind of like was intrigued by it. And I remember my educator at the time, Sheila, she kind of like mentioned it to me. But at the time when I graduated, they weren't like hiring or anything like that. And so I didn't do it because you do have the option of like going into it. It's just longer hours mm -hmm. um, in order for you to get like that certification. Or if you have like a year experience, it's like less hours. Um, so after that, like I set myself like a goal. I was like, I'm going to take a break for like six months, get a job, work there for about a year and then go somewhere else. And I did exactly that. A year later, um, after being employed at my other job, I got a job at the boutique and I got a job at Aveda literally like that same month. Wow. Um, with the help of Erica. <laughs> <laughs> Erica, you're such an earth angel. <laughs> she helped me. Um, yeah, so it was nice. It's fun. Um, I did the program 500 hours. And then um, I kind of like joined a little, maybe a little after Deanna. Deanna got her license. And then um, a little after I got my license. So we are, we have like, like two years in the industry and probably like a couple not a couple of months but a good amount of months already um with our educator license so i enjoy it it's nice yeah that, like i said to me because y'all mentioned that you know you like teaching people new things and helping change their perspective on on something that they might view and you know, when I went to school, those teachers who cared that much were the ones I learned the most from. So I think you guys are exactly where y'all are supposed to be. And Deanna, you were saying that somebody actually recommended you for a position. So clearly, like, you gave her the right impression that you were right for the job. So I think that that's incredible. So something I've been wondering, I mean, for as long as I've been getting my hair done or my nails done or my skin done, whatever, 
How do you guys keep up with trends? Because I feel like it's constantly changing. There's always a new kind of facial or a new kind of treatment or whatever. And so how, how do you keep up? And like, how do you know which ones are legitimate? Do you try them all out? Is that even possible? I don't know. I wonder if any of my students want to answer <laughs> or have any input. Because it's funny. They're really the ones a lot of the times who bring the trends to us. They're mm -hmm. like, hey, have you seen this on mm -hmm. Instagram? Or this is going on on YouTube. Like they really, it's kind of, it really is hard to keep up. I don't know how you guys feel, but. Sometimes it's like, okay, even though that's trending, it's not something that we want to practice. Ex exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, how um, do y'all decide? I think just everybody doing their own research. I don't know if any of the girls have any input on that, but like really kind of doing your own research, looking into the treatment and see if it's seeing if it's going to be something that is more long-term, that's not, that's more beneficial to the skin versus just like a trend. So mm -hmm. Yeah, you just kind of have to really look into things before you go off and start practicing on these vulnerable faces. So Exactly. <laughs> and too, like a lot of times those trends will fizzle out just as quickly as they start. Mm -hmm. So by the time maybe we're hearing of it or seeing of it, like seeing it, you know, it's like, oh, okay, we can see where the problematic areas are and then they're gone before you know, we can even implement them. And, and a lot of times that's usually like the clinic area. So that's where, like Arely was saying, they're more hands-on and they're super willing to like try new things since they're able to, and they're not like working on, you know, like it's mostly on each other. Yeah. So that's like a safer space. So if they do want to try something trendy or let's say they bought a new tool or they bought, you know, <laughs> some new mask that's crazy, um, they can kind of see for themselves how they like it mm -hmm. after they've done another appropriate research. And, and usually like if it's something kind of off the wall, it's gone before they even graduate. So, right. you know, it's kind of a trial and error type of thing. Yeah. But if it's also like a trend to stay, we definitely get like our reps or for example, like the Aveda team or our reps at the boutique that come and give us um, demos and lessons and, continuing education and definitely on those trends so if it's definitely a good one we definitely learn about it mm -hmm. um, it's not like Deanna said it just fizzles out literally like the week later it came out so we don't worry too much about it yeah <laughs> well because like again like the, it, when one goes away five more show up in its place kind of thing I mean it, like I just see it sometimes I'm like how do you know if, if it's worth <laughs> it or whatever and I mean so do y'all get ever get comments from people who are like, well, Kim Kardashian said this, you know? So, I mean, it has to be legit. Or are you just kind of like, well, I'm pretty sure it's not backed by science. How do you handle that? Yeah, I think sometimes too, like, especially because the students, they are making such a, a huge investment to take mm -hmm. this course. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot of the esthetician courses, all your fundamentals of facials and skin and waxing. So some of those advanced treatments, like I'll just say like the vampire facial where they're yes. like drawing blood. <laughs> yes. And re-injecting um, it, I think. Yeah. Um, microneedling it into the skin. Like we obviously, first of all, we can't, as an esthetician, you can't do that here in the state of Texas um, unless you're under a medical supervisor. Oh, but wow. There's, there's some things that are like those really advanced treatments that they're like, oh, we're not going to get our like lasers or something like that, mm -hmm. that we can't teach them at the school. So we just have to really go into why and then going back to making sure that they know like you have to know your fundamentals first you have to know you know skin diseases and disorders you have to really make sure you have all that down and sometimes there's some students that just want to like jump the gun and like oh I saw this I want to learn this and it's like we have to just bring them back to basics kind of yeah no and that makes sense because yeah I, I get it you know people are excited and you know wanting to do the latest and greatest but again, like you said, you have to build a really strong foundation because these are the basics about skincare, which yeah. what are the basics of skincare, guys? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I want some of the girls to answer. They're being very shy right now. Quiz time. <laughs> Harley, Nonique. It's OK. There might be a chat. They can just like type the answers <laughs> yeah. if, if they don't want to talk. <laughs> 
Okay, so I'm going to try to answer, right? Because I am not a student or a professional. So if anybody's listening to this for advice, don't take mine. Okay, so if I were to make a guess on what... Oh, this is going to be so wrong. If I'm going to base like what the like basic steps to like skincare are, I'm thinking cleanse, uh, <laughs> moisturize. There might be a tone in there. I've heard conflicting things about toning. Uh, SPF. That's it. That's all I got. Yeah, that's important. Is that those are all really important. <laughs> She's so nice. It was like actually no, that's not it at all. Anaya. Hi. Anaya, are you gonna jump in? Oh, Anaya. we can't hear you. We can't hear you. You gotta turn on your mic. We can't hear you. Yeah, Nonique. we still can't hear Nonique, but I'm hoping that she's gonna join the audio. And I'm hoping people will tell me the correct answer because I stumbled over that. Do you unmute her? Can I unmute her? Oh, actually Erica, you might be able to. There you go. Let me see. Where's Nani? No, it says that she's not muted. Unmute all. Oh, she may have to activate a mic. It's typically in we the settings or something. Yeah, if you click mute, um, it should say like use my internet audio or something like that. You have to click on mute. Guys, this is so fun because I'm sure people like, like, you know, because this is for fun, right? What we're doing. But I'm sure people are having like legit work meetings and being like, I don't I can't hear you. What are you talking about? Yeah, I'm like, welcome to everyday class. Yeah. <laughs> it's just constantly like, please hold. You know, we're trying to get some tech issues. Yes. Ugh. And I am not techie at all. <laughs> but I, I just think it's neat that you guys were able to accommodate the classes in this way and still carry it on. You know, like, hey, I mean, so are y'all still spending 10 hours online a day? Um. Just we only do it Monday and Tuesday, the ten hour days, and mm. then the other days are eight hour days. But I mean, that's a long time to be sitting yeah. in front of a computer or your phone or whatever. Yeah, it is a little different. I feel like my voice is going out today because I was reading like <laughs> we've been going so much into sanitation because we're getting like prepared oh to. right yeah yeah. So there's a lot of courses that we've been taking for. Um, just getting certified like with um sanitation guidelines and things like that so i know myself i think i was like reading to them like for half the day <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it, it's different because there's some courses or like you know uh college courses where like the instructor would just give an assignment and then like hey turn it in later like we're mm -hmm. we're live with them mm -hmm. all day like a full 10 hours or eight hours so yeah yeah I like appreciate them so much for staying logged in. <laughs> Seriously, because I know I'd be like, yeah. oh, can we take like an hour break? Is that okay? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so do they all have a Lisa? So do, do they have to do stuff like this sounds weird, but do they have to like have their Lisa and be like, look, how does this look? Do they do that? Um, in a way, yes and no. So like they can do some things with the Lisa, but they um, how they turn it in for like their quotas um, usually to me, like the other class turns it in through like pictures okay. or video. Okay. Um, I don't expect them to like show me in the screen. For me, it's just like, if you show me a picture or a video that you did it, like that's fine. But that's just me. I don't know anybody else. We all, <laughs> we all have different teaching styles. So I think we like, kind of like just make sure that they're doing the, the steps or like the protocols to the treatments. Because um, yeah. It's hard for us also, like, we can't visually, like, see everybody at the same time, so. Mm -hmm. I know, you I just don't know do about what you, you can. Um, for me, like, for, well, right now, I'm teaching an, an introduction class. Mm -hmm. So, this class is actually the first class that jumped in and started online. There was no, like, transition. Oh. So, I've never met my class in person. <laughs> oh, that's insane. Um, I bumped into one of my students at Sprouts. I had a mask on and I was like, who are you? Excuse me. Do I know you? She's like, yeah, you're my teacher. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> she recognized um, you. Yeah. I had little princess Leia buns on. She's like, the buns gave it away. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. That is so cute. Yeah. <laughs> but man, that's wild. But I mean, you can yeah. add this to your resume now, you know, I, I can yeah. teach. Uh, I can do distance learning or teaching Absolutely. or. So for me, we do a lot of book work. It's like constant like notes and tests and 
like I try my best to kind of break it up because it's like I'll get messages from them like oh my god my hand hurts like I've been writing all these notes I'm like no I get it we're not really as hands-on at the moment so of course like I am super into makeup and art and you know things like that so I try to like break it up with like inspirational videos like we watch um SGN like some good news with John Krasinski oh I love that we'll watch that for wellness and kind of get them like feeling good and then um I'll have them do like a makeup look like okay uh today was Cinco de Mayo so I pulled up different famous Mexican artists and I asked them to give me a look based on a painting that they did um and usually I'll have them turn on their their camera and so we'll all do our makeup together as a class okay that is so fun that sounds so fun (laughs) yeah so the girls really like it and so you know it's fun like interacting with them and kind of seeing the process and kind of you know just being able to get to know each other that way so building those relationships online from the beginning has totally been different Mm -hmm. so it's been it's been really good though I have a really good class yeah, that's yeah, because I think everybody's been really good sports about this kind of stuff. It's like life has to go on just differently. We don't know for how long. There's just so many unknowns. But I mean, you guys are still showing up every day for your class. And I know your class appreciates that. So even I want to thank you guys because you guys are still holding it down. That's huge. <laughs> so who's going to tell me? Yeah, no, y'all are y'all are. I mean, really? Um, and and that's something too it's like for some people we might be the only consistent source of like normalcy that they have yep and they are that for us as well like I'm like I don't know where I would be if I had to just sit here every day Mm -hmm. (laughs) so it's nice that we're able to do that for each other during this time where it's like everybody's anxious everybody's nervous and that's something that I like to like make sure they understand like if you're having a hard day, like, let me know because we're all feeling this together and it's okay. Yep. You know, so we do have, you know, we're understanding and in case they can't come to class or they're having a tough time, like we totally understand and we get that. Yeah. Well, I think also just having some sort of semblance of routine, even if it is just logging on to a Zoom meeting for hours helps. I mean, fortunately, I I work for the city So I had to go to work every day and I'm like, man, at first I was thinking like working from home, I think I would like that. And then after a while, I was like, I think I like having to get up and get dressed and make the commute and all that. I don't know how I would be if I had to be home all the time. Because I mean, essentially you guys are like y'all aren't going into the institute for anything. Um, Some days we go in for like planning days or if there's like an emergency where we need to get something for some of the students. Um. So I know like we try to go in at least one day a week. I myself was having like major issues with my internet for so long. Oh no. Yeah, I just barely started working from home um, (laughs) and now we're already gonna go back. But it's been nice. Uh, And like Deanna was saying though, I feel like too, it just gives us like a sense of, they might think like we're helping them out. But for me, like my students too, like they give me a lot of inspiration, just knowing like what they have going on at home. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of, um, a lot of mamas, a lot of people who just have different oh, shout out to the moms. Situations. Yeah. Especially moms <laughs> to school age kids. Oh yes. no. Yeah. I have a student who has two young, young boys and she's pregnant. Wow. So I'm like, <laughs> Girl, yeah, you go. I know. Yeah, yeah. It, it, everything's gonna be okay. Everything in in uh, late August, everything's gonna be okay. Hopefully, yeah. as when they'll be going back to school. But you said that you guys, Erica, you said you're gonna be going back soon. Y'all are gonna open up yeah. to teach. We don't know the exact date, but we just um, well, Adeli like informed us as far as like there was a conference with the governor that the spas are going to start reopening on the 8th. And so we're thinking somewhere around like mid-May, the the middle of this month, that we'll be able to go back to the school Mm -hmm. with the students. And we're going to do everything like in phases, maybe not all the students at once, but the ones that are closer to graduating, bringing them back a little bit sooner Mm -hmm. and then kind of getting everybody back as, as safely and, you know, in the most like healthy, sanitary way as we can. But yeah, yeah, that's an undertaking in and of itself. You know, how do you, know. How do you open up responsibly? 
maybe like close to a hundred students. So it's going to be the cool thing though, actually about Aveda is that they have um, campuses like all over the country, like in other really large cities like New York and Louisiana, where all of this was really prevalent firsthand. So they were really prepared and like jumped on board, like right away when things started getting bad. Um, they had a plan of action, like already set out. Good. They sent like educators, all the material that we'd need to start teaching from home. And then um, just at the school for the students, they've already started sending a lot of um, um protection gear like face shields and things like that and just like really strict guidelines about how to still like maintain social distancing as much as they can so it's pretty cool that you know sometimes it's hard working for a corporation but I think at this time it's been really helpful for us because they've had such a a strong plan for coming back yeah I mean that's fortunately Corpus isn't nearly in a situation as bad as like New York city or anything, but I'm, they have developed a plan up there. That's really, really comprehensive because of their really awful situation. So it will benefit us regardless. Like it might be a little bit strict, but either way, I want to see you guys back in the classroom. So (laughs) is anybody going to tell me what the skin basic skin foundations are? I was hoping no Neek was, (laughs) Nonique, try again, Nonique. In the meantime, while Nonique is trying. Okay. So I have a question for Adeli. So <laughs> I imagine all of y'all are familiar with body waxing, but Adeli, I know, does it like regularly. Uh-huh. Yeah. How do you get over it being potentially awkward? Because you have to, you know... You know what I'm saying? Like you have to develop like a certain comfort level with these people that you're about to rip hair out of. And yeah, you definitely get very um, um, close to people's bodies. Yes. And so, <laughs> how how do you become comfortable with that? Like, would you say you you've always been like it's never been a big deal, or was it something you had to get past? I honestly, it's never been a big deal for me. Um, my family is very, very close. We don't have boundaries, unfortunately. Um, so <laughs> it's like an issue for me being like comfortable. I mean, I'm very outspoken. I mean, and you know me, like <clears throat> I'm very outspoken. I'm very funny. Well, I mean, I think I'm funny. Um, <laughs> like, I, well, if I also too like. I, based on vibes so like if I can tell like my client is feeling uncomfortable like I like to remind my client like it's gonna be okay there's a little bit of pain in it but it it, trust me like it's worth it like you'll never go back to like shading or whatever the case is but if a client goes in there with super like energetic um attitude or just like vibes in general personality um I just like jump the board and I'm like okay let's do this let's have fun I mean it's never been uncomfortable for me I always like it it's a fast service for me so um and it's something that I really love I'm not saying that I don't love doing facials but I love body waxing and body treatments in general Mm -hmm. Um, something where I will literally will dive in first so um, I'm not scared to hurt you in a good way uh take all that hair out whatever I gotta do um but it's yeah no it's never been uncomfortable even at school like when I was in school like I would always go and we would find random models to do like waxing services and we had no idea we were doing we were in school and now like now that I'm an educator and I try to convince my students I'm like just do it yeah do it like get out of that comfort zone because you're going to have I mean, and that's a moneymaker in our industry, waxing. Mm-hmm. I could do, like, a Brazilian in 20 minutes um, and in and out, and that means I can get, like, three to four clients in an hour if I wanted to. Um, and it's it's very, I don't know. It's, I don't know. So <laughs> Yeah, you're, you're just good at it. It just, you're, you're just good at it. I love it for some reason. I know it's weird. Everybody's like, you love doing that. <laughs> It's satisfying, one, and it's two, and uh, because, like, when you get out of that comfort zone and you get to know your client on a, I feel like more on a personal level than <coughs> because you're actually, like, doing intimate services sometimes, and you get to know your client a little bit more, build more of that relationship, and it's fun, it's, um, 
it's fun, it's exciting, they're comfortable and they're excited with how their body looks or whatever the case is, and they always come back to you every two to four weeks. So it's always good to always see your clients. So I love it. Waxing is literally like my favorite thing to do. It's like my favorite thing to show the class. I bring like my wax pot and I try to show them all the waxes that we have available or that I have available so that they are able to like mess with it and just be as excited as I am, which usually works. And then it's a mess, but I love it. Well, what you guys do really is an art. And I mean, the after, what do you call it? The finished product is, is so satisfying. Uh, and again, I mean, you have to be good at it. Like you have to know, I, I don't, I don't know. I just don't know how you guys, it's like magic to me. Cause it's like somehow you put wax and things happen and it's amazing. And like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, and when it comes to facials too. So Deanna and Erica, how do you guys know? So like, is it possible that somebody could request a facial that maybe isn't ideal for their skin type? And like, how do you handle that? I mean, I feel like we dive into every service. First and foremost, something that we teach our students, a thorough consultation is so important because they may be coming in saying, I need this type of facial. But then when you get down to it, their skin is actually asking for something completely different. So it's just about talking with our clients. I know for me, whenever I speak to a client that's coming in saying, wanting maybe a more aggressive treatment, I let them know like, hey, we're going to cleanse your skin really well. And then I'm going to come back in here with the student. And we're going to go ahead and do a thorough skin analysis and really see what's going to benefit you the best. Mm -hmm. So that may benefit you the best. But if not, we might have to change you know, our plan. Uh, our game plan and then kind of go from there. But we just want to make sure that what we do is best for you personally. So exactly. we're, you know, handpicking the products. We're completely customizing our service to meet their needs. And usually when you're kind of explaining it to them that way, they're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Like that sounds great. Um, so it's not like everybody gets the same thing. Mm -hmm. Well, and I would, wouldn't think they would want to, you know, because you want to optimize your experience and get the most out of, you know, what you're having done. So I think it's good that, cause you know, a lot of places say the customer's always right kind of thing, but I feel like absolutely not when it comes to, you know, you guys are the professionals. Y'all would know what's up. Erica, have you ever experienced that where someone wants a treatment that maybe just isn't right and how for them and like how you would handle it? Yeah. All the time. <laughs> no, we yeah, think we know. We don't know. Yeah. It's really like, it's funny too. Not in a, not like in a bad way, but it's interesting how people like view their own skin. There could be like a client that will come in and be like, Oh, I just have severe acne and I have all of these breakouts and they literally have like one tiny dimple on their forehead and they were down maybe for like an acne facial or something like that. That could be too strong for mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty cool. Um, like, for example, at this school, that's part of our whole, like, service cycle of the treatments is, like, going in with the students, doing that skin analysis, and really making sure that you're looking at the different zones of the face. Um, and if they're down or if they're requesting something that is not the best, we just, like, nicely recommend <laughs> mm -hmm. a different treatment. Um, and then at the boutique, too, we do the same thing. Like, we have so many services. So I, see, I think sometimes people get a overwhelmed like oh I just saw this and I picked for it. sure uh, yes but as long as we're educating them and letting them know like hey I know you're down for this but this treatment's going to be really awesome for you instead and it's going to treat your concerns and give them the benefits as to why um and we just kind of like reward it that way and then everybody usually leaves happy like they're in a much better they get a much better result because they have a treatment that's really beneficial for their skin versus something that wasn't necessarily for their skin type so yeah for sure but and it's I, cool because it's it's that part that we get to educate them on like hey your, your skin is actually non-acneic or you don't really have large pores like you're thinking i've learned like in this industry like we are our biggest critics our worst critics so really bringing out like the positive attributes that you see in your guests and your clients and letting them know like we can make some improvements, but this is not as bad as you think it is or, you know, things like that. So it's cool because we get to educate them. 
Absolutely. And, you know, ease their anxiety about things they don't need to be tripping yeah. on for sure. That yeah. I, I love that you said that because I know that, yeah. you know, there are certain business types that maybe prey on those, you know, and be like, oh, you need to take care of this, this, this and this. These are horrible. You need to do something about them. And instead, you guys have a relaxed approach. And I like that a lot. So yeah. do y'all has there anything ever come up that you guys just really, really were against in terms of like a facial trend or like some sort of trend that came up that you were just like, absolutely not. Like who came up with this? We're not even going to entertain it. Um, Coming from like an influencer, like Instagram. Oh, oh, oh I know. It was an at home. Um, German pen. Yeah. Pen, yeah. I I saw a girl use this recently and I was like, oh, if you can do that at home, cool. So no, (laughs) do tell. Cross contamination everywhere. I remember seeing that video. She was bleeding and she was touching everything. She had one glove on, one glove, like she didn't have one glove on the other hand. She was using aloe vera, like aloe, actual aloe, putting it on her skin and then gliding the... Is it microneedling pen? Was that I what think it was? it was, yeah. And she, like, I'm, she would put like numbing cream on and then do that. It was just no purpose. And then like her skin, like, yeah, it looked better like five days later, but it was just so tight. It just looked so unnatural. Um, and she got a lot of backlash like um, on like social media and things like that. But I just remember showing the class and I was just, like insane like it's like no no like don't because you can really tear your skin up and you can really mess your skin like you work so hard especially like people who have like acne or um scarring or anything like that and yes it could eventually work for that but if you don't know it, you're not letting a professional do it you can really hurt your skin even more and it's really hard to come back especially once you've hurt your skin or torn your skin more um, like Fisher, like type cuts, and it's just no, no. <laughs> and, and we're like, as estheticians, we're only licensed to go a certain percentage deep into the skin. Um, so if they do, do decide to do a microneedling pen, they can, but it has to be like a really, really low like depth. And she was just going in so hard, and there was just blood all over her face. That sounds horrifying. I'm gonna have to look this up whenever we're done with this. I'll try to find it and I'll send it to you because I think I sent it to Deanna a while back. It was unreal. Like she's like, I bought it on Amazon. Here are my links. Use my code. I'm like, oh my god, do not. (laughs) Well, yeah. I well, I saw this girl. uh, She, I don't know her personally, but she was doing it, and she and lately she's been posting skin related things and she had a pin it was called mr pin and she was doing it herself and and i was like i didn't realize this was a thing but of course it is and then of course i'm like should i attempt this i'm like i have no idea what i'm doing like i don't know like i feel like you would need formal training to do it correctly see the thing that sucks is that you can buy a lot of these things now on amazon and they're it's so accessible to everybody which is great but if Especially it's better for like us since we are professionals and we can get, you know, good products for a cheaper price or whatever the case is. But for people who don't know, it goes back to hurting your skin. It goes back to not doing it properly. Sanitation, you can be cross-contaminating. Who knows, like if you didn't clean the the needle pen like good and then you're reusing it, you're putting old blood back in with your new blood. Exactly. Or- used it on somebody else and didn't clean it properly because I think that video that we watched she was like I did it on my friend and on my boyfriend and we're just like did you even clean it properly because then you're cross-contaminating and it's blood-borne pathogens that you could be infecting somebody else with but you never know what they could have so it's no no for me it's a big no don't do it me yeah that one in the at-home peel like chemical peel kits that you can um Bye, Amy. <laughs> Our class finishes at eight, so I know some of them are going to log off right now. No, that, that's but... that's totally fine. We started like 10 minutes late, so I'm going to keep you all on for 10 more minutes, if that's cool. We can talk like all day. <laughs> You're like, but we've been online for 10 hours. <laughs> no, I think 
like we could probably like this is our whole life so we could mm. talk forever but they're like done <laughs> um what was i saying oh that chemical peels like that you can bu- purchase over amazon and thing like it's straight up acid that you're putting people are buying and putting it on their face without knowing like percentages or processing times and all this stuff so you can really burn your skin severely yes. with those so even when a yeah, chemical peel's that. done right it looks a little rough yeah i mean exactly. so, so wow okay yeah. no and i thank you guys for sharing that i mean i suppose if you have formal training and want to attempt doing this kind of stuff cool but otherwise just i don't know you're you're a brave person if you attempt anything like that <laughs> So for you guys, because you guys know the ins and outs of what works and what doesn't, what is y'all's favorite treatment to have for yourselves? Y'all want to go first? I love body treatments just because it's the whole body. Um, But I like, personally, um, I like getting waxed. That's just therapeutic for me, as funny as it sounds. And I like the, we have a dermal sweep machine that kind of sweeps off like dead skin very gently it's like a brush at the same time it infuses like um serums into your skin depending on your skin type i think erica did that for me on you one time yeah i think you did it was awesome it's just so cooling on the skin and it just feels so refreshing and you don't even feel like it's exfoliating so you don't even feel like your your skin's going through this aggressive treatment which i love so that one's like one of my favorites. And then, yeah, I, I, I guess I gave you three. Yeah, you did. You're like, this is what I like to get done. But, but that's what I want to hear, like straight from an esthetician's mouth. What do you guys prefer? Um, what so do, what about you, Deanna? I would say if we're talking like, you know, because Aveda is more holistic, kind of not so harsh. Everything's done slowly and with time and nature. If we're not talking about that. <laughs> I love a hydrofacial. Oh my God, it's amazing. It like sucks everything off. It's exfoliating. It's penetrating all these, you know, good things back into the skin. Um, I know they do it at the skincare boutique. I've, I've had it done. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, you know, I have had a couple CBD masks that different places carry. Okay. Um, I suffer with like a little bit of rosacea, um, irritation to the skin. So that CBD, as long as it's like a good quality um, from a good brand, reputable brand, um, it's really, really good. Um, Aveda style wise, I love the plant peel. (laughs) Um, It's a service that you can get at Aveda. It's comparable to a 30% glycolic peel. Um, So there's not going to be any like shedding of the skin, any like sheets coming off, anything like that. It, basically is exfoliating and hydrating at the same time. So your skin feels literally like butter when you're walking out. Wow. <laughs> and not in a bad way, like greasy, but just like <laughs> soft and velvety and amazing. So yeah, I definitely love that treatment as well. I yeah. think for me, um, at, like outside of the Veda, that at the boutique, we have these LED light treatments. Um, and that's probably like one of my favorite, favorite treatments. I also have like very reactive skin. It can be a little sensitive at times like me, <laughs> but same. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, that one's really nice because it's just this full panel that goes over your face and it's emitting like red or blue light therapy. So it helps with collagen production. And then it also helps with like breakouts, um, any type of like inflammation in the skin. So that's like my favorite, favorite treatment at the boutique. And I'll literally like if I get a break or if I have a lunch break that's longer, I'll like sneak in there and just go lie down underneath the lights. Um, It kind of like really helps too with like your mood, like just to feel a little bit more relaxed and things. Um, And then at Aveda, like I just love the classic facial. I love facial massage. Like Aveda is very holistic and all about balancing the skin. So um I love like a good, just classic facial with um, facial manipulations, massaging the skin in different ways. And yeah, it's, it's nice too. Like, I think it's good to have both like the machines and the natural approach because when you use them together, like they balance each other out really well. Mm-hmm. 
All those sound amazing. I'm taking notes. Yeah, I think we all just miss touching people's faces so much. Like, like doing all of these crazy things to my own skin and, like, making it all crazy during this quarantine. And we just really miss touching real real skin, other people's faces during all this. I'm hoping it'll happen really soon. I have an IRL Lisa at home, my husband. He's, like, so facial today. I'm like, okay. Aww. (laughs) I love it. Extractions. What else do you want? (laughs) What did you say, Adeli? Here's my facial, because like my mom and my roommate are always like, "Can you give me a facial or can you wax me?" But who's taking care of me? (laughs) I feel the same way. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's another thing I was gonna ask. Are like or close family and friends always asking y'all to do treatments on them? I like, especially too. on holidays like that's my biggest thing like family holidays or whatever it may be we're all together and I I mean I guess it's kind of my bad too because I work a lot and I don't make as much time for them as I should but if we're together like hey can you wax my eyebrows really quick or okay are you gonna come over today can you do a facial before I'm like no it's my day off like it's so hard <laughs> so hard i'm like it's easter i just want to go it's easter sunday (laughs) oh my gosh that's hilarious i'd probably be guilty of that too so guys y'all have to tell me because nonique hasn't joined what are the the basic skin the what what is it the foundation basic skin foundation does that sound right you know what i'm saying the principles um you need a cleanser a toner or an elixir depending on your skin type um, you need an <laughs> She just showed up. <laughs> we still can't hear you. <laughs> oh, why can I hear her? Chat box, no need, so we can say it. <laughs> There's a chat box, no need, over here to the right-hand corner. This is amazing. She's going to answer it. I know she's going to. <laughs> answer like about two or three, no need. Just do it. Do the rest. <laughs> She's so funny. I have to take a picture of this. Actually, can you also send it to me? Because I need something to, to put up with this post of when I yeah. post the, the audio. So that'll be perfect. <laughs> can we take a screenshot really quick? Yes. <laughs> okay, hold on. Ready? One smile, no need. <laughs> One, two, three. Oh, Really? You went away. <laughs> I would have to just take it with my see, phone. I'm like, you can see how beautiful Erica is with all that LED light therapy. <laughs> Deanna, can you take a picture? Because I'm probably going to end the meeting on accident. Okay, I know. that. Was, yeah, your face when you came back was perfect. Oh, that's funny. On the desktop, Deanna. Yeah. Yeah. Ready? One, two, three. Perfect. Perfect. So guys, I have a question for y'all. What advice would you give to someone who's considering going to learn at the Aveda Institute of Corpus Christi, but they're on the fence about it? What would you say to them? We definitely do it. Of course. So do that. Do a course. <laughs> you really feel the school and then do it. I mean, as an educator and as a student that went to Aveda, I don't want you to like um, I want you to feel the school and, um, like, the educators making sure you connect with, you know, the admissions counselor, the director, the educators. Like, I want you to connect with them when you're doing your tour because then you kind of know, it's like, is this somebody that I can really relate to or learn from? Um, because at the end of the day, a lot of people, you know, it goes based off, you know, vibes. So, For sure. If we're not like connecting, the good thing about Aveda is that we have Deanna, Erica, and another educator, and myself. So that's four of us that really know about skincare. And if you don't learn from us, you can learn a different technique from them. But that's the great thing about it. So um, I I feel like definitely do it. I mean, we're all Aveda alumni for some reason. We all came back to Aveda for a reason. Absolutely. Um, So I say take the tour dive in, pick our brains, um, and then sign up because this like career is just so 
great. So, and something that I think is super important is like Emma, who's our director. She's the director of the schools. You know, she's our boss. She's literally amazing. Like she has been so supportive to like the educators um, and, you know, the staff as this is going on. But when we're in school, she is somebody that the students go to and she has like such a big heart and she's always there for them and us whenever we need her. Um, and so like if they are lucky enough to get a tour from Emma, just being around her, her energy, her her vibes, since that's the word of the day, <laughs> her vibes are, are amazing. And they're um, like just amazing. She's so great. Like we love her so much. That's that. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. That, yeah, the the how the admin is toward their educators and, and everybody involved is critical to the success of the place. So that's really good to hear. Yeah, and like shout out to them because they've actually been at the school during this whole time. Like they haven't um, been able to work, or not that they're not able to, but they chose to work at the school and they're doing like virtual tours for prospective, you know, students. And like Deanna was saying, she had the very first class to completely enroll online without even being able to go on campus at all. So I think it's just awesome that they've been so supportive and yeah, shout out to Emma cause she's like our school principal. <laughs> she literally has to deal with all of our meltdowns. Yeah. It's crazy. I'm so proud of them for like sticking with it and doing such a good job. Like they make it look so easy, but there's a lot of work behind it. So I think we have just like a really awesome team and that's what helps us like stay motivated. Like our, Cosmo educators too like they're just so creative and we are all able to like bounce ideas off of each other for our classes so it's been it's been a good support team for sure no that makes me so happy to hear I mean especially you know with this in light of the situation that's going on that you guys have such tremendous support from those that you interact with in the administration just really makes me happy and that your students are so I mean, they, they wanted to join you guys on this podcast. Like, I love that. Like, you guys just are all about each other and support each other. And, and I want to thank y'all for being such an excellent example of women supporting women. And I also want to thank y'all, Deanna, Adeli, and Erica for staying in class late to talk to me. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I love that I was able to and get y'all's perspective on how things are going now when it comes to teaching and, you know, being a part of the beauty industry while also having to do it at a distance. So I praise you guys. Y'all are freaking awesome. Thank you for talking with us. Yes. Yes. You guys are so, so, so awesome. So is no neat going to tell me what the, the basic skincare <laughs> foundations are <laughs> principles are. She said, bye. No, that wasn't no neat. It was um, Amy. No, that was no neat. It's Amy's. No, she said, no, Nate was like, bye on the video. Oh, okay. She's still there. I don't know. I guess she's having audio issues. I have that as well. But go ahead, Adeli. Let her know. (laughs) Um, Okay, so cleanser, toner, elixir, depending on skin type, and exfoliant. Oh, I missed Um, that one. An exfoliant is like a, a chemical or a mechanical or a physical um exfoliate (laughs) it's it's a product that removes uh dead skin and helps with like cell turnover so it helps kind of remove uh, dead skin helps with like fine lines wrinkles but never Um, seen eye scrub yes yeah never seen eyes but something similar to that but of course we want you to use a professional (laughs) because we don't want you to scrape your skin ever so yes Everybody out there in the podcast, don't ever use it. (laughs) (laughs) So you have those three. Um, You have a mask. If you can mask like anywhere from like two, I say like maybe once or twice a week if you want to. And then I don't know, I'm going maybe too much into detail, but I use a lot of serums. So my nighttime regimen, I use like about five serums on my face, just depending on whatever I want. Facial oils, moisturizer, SPF, lip balm, and eye cream. Woo-wee. Yeah, that is definitely intermediate or advanced skincare, but everybody's over here like scratching up, taking notes. So, <laughs> if it's advanced, 
beginner, I really recommend a cleanser, a toner, at least one serum, moisturizer, SPF, no matter what, no ifs or buts, and an eye cream. Right on. Do you all agree? Yeah, I would say so. That's pretty much like your basics. There you have it, listeners. Those are the skin care basics. You guys, thank you so much for being on. I appreciate y'all so much. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much, Brittany. This was fun. <laughs> yeah, let's do it again when um, we're starting to kind of go back into normal. <laughs> Absolutely. I'd love to have y'all on again and see how things have changed because I know things are going to change. Yeah. It'll be a different world, so that'll be fun to see. Bye. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, Deanna. Later, Brittany. Bye.